Megan Fraser McGrogan, the Executive Director of the Greater Utica Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of our Leveling Up podcast. If you're just tuning in for the first time, we have lots of these episodes on greateruticachamber.org, and we hope that you'll go over there and take a look at these. Uh, We've been doing a lot of shorter episodes since the pandemic started hitting the Greater Utica area. There's a little bit over 50 different episodes for you to take a look at, and it's a great way to get to know all of our businesses and organizations in the area, and more importantly, it's a great way to find out how you can support them. The whole name of the game for the Chamber is making sure that these businesses and organizations are supported and that they stay open and they stay doing well. So we hope that this podcast is a way of making you making sure that you know how you can get in touch with them and support them. So go ahead over to greateruticachamber.org to check those out. Or if you're listening to the audio version, you can certainly check that out on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can go and search the show, Leveling Up with Megan McGrogan, We would love it if you would subscribe to the show and that way you will get all the new episodes as they hit. You'll get a little notification and you can throw them on, you know, great thing to throw on when you're cooking dinner or if you're like me, you get bored folding laundry. So you like to listen to podcasts while you're doing something uh, just to stay in touch. It's a great way to do so. So we hope that you'll go check out all those other episodes. Now, for the next couple of weeks, we have a really exciting feature on the show. So we're going to be featuring our 15 finalists for our Business of the Year Awards. And that event is coming up on Tuesday, December 15th. It's going to be airing from 7 to 8 p.m. on CBS Utica. If you're not if you're not a cable subscriber, or you don't get CBS Utica, that's okay. We will also have the show online. So we hope that you'll find some way to watch the show again, Tuesday, December 15th from 7 to 8 p.m., You'll get to know our finalists again on the show, and then we'll ultimately unveil our five winners of the 2020 Business of the Year Awards. And this is all made possible and presented by StaffWorks. So save the date for that. But today I have a finalist with me who I'm excited to tell you guys about and introduce you to. Stephanie is here with Empowered Pathways, Stephanie Agigian. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here with me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And we're very excited to be a finalist for this award. Yeah, so um, we were chatting a little bit earlier, you know, it's been a a really busy time for you guys, right? So tell us how Empowered Pathways is doing. Um, Well, actually, let's back up a little bit. Tell the community what Empowered Pathways does if they've never heard of you, and then we'll get into how you're doing. Okay, great. So Empowered Pathways is the merger of two agencies, uh, formerly known as the Peacemaker Program and the Women's Employment and Resource Center. And both uh, agencies have been around uh, 25 and 30 years respectively. And so a couple years ago, we came uh, together under the name Empowered Pathways. So um, the Peacemaker Program is known for being a CDRC, Community Dispute Resolution Center, offers a variety of mediation services, helping folks solve disputes and conflicts, whether that's in core or interpersonally. And um, the Women's Employment and Resource Center offers uh, job training and placement and support to women who are needing to get back into the workforce. Mm -hmm. And then I also wanna mention that we have our surrogate decision-making committee program, which helps individuals with uh, developmental disabilities get medical procedures in a timely manner by having volunteer panels come together to hear their issues and make decisions on their um, medical procedures. 
if they didn't have that, they would have to wait months and uh, going through surrogate's court to get something as simple as a tooth pulled or a colonoscopy. So, um, so that's a very important program and it can also um, uh, hear things such as end of life cases where maybe there's a DNR needed or comfort care. So an important part of our program. Yeah, and all very, very important programs to our community uh, and things that folks might not know exist in our community, which is what's so great about uh, having the opportunity to talk about these things today. Um, So Stephanie, how's Empowered Pathways doing? I know it's uh, it's been a tough time for a lot of our organizations. Um, So how are you doing right now? So we're doing really well and we're very busy. you know, like uh, many businesses and agencies in March, we had to transition very quickly to doing business a different way. And it's a credit to our staff and the support received from, we received from our board that we were able to make that transition. And within a few days, we were up and running virtually. And um, we also were very fortunate to get a COVID relief grant um, from the joint effort of the Community Foundation and the United Way. So that enabled us to purchase um, the PPE we needed for the organization, which as you know, is very expensive. And none of us budgeted for that. So um, we didn't see it coming. And so that's been very helpful, especially now as we've been reopening and we are seeing some folks in the office. So um, we've also been able to expand our volunteer pool during this time, which is pretty amazing. Right before the COVID shutdown, we had volunteer trainings. So they were still able to get their apprenticeships done, you know, virtually. And we added seven new volunteers to our mediation roster. So, So we're moving along. That's great, that's great. Um, so anything that you're particularly proud of, I'd imagine the response to COVID, you're, you're proud of that, but um, anything going on that you're particularly proud of, it could be this year or the past couple years or just in general? Yeah, so, um, so last year, we, um, our fundraisers exceeded anything that we'd ever done um, for the agencies before. So the, uh, we were really proud of that. And of course, we were looking forward to having the fundraisers again this year, but that's not happening. Um, but we also, um, you know, despite everything, we were able to uh, expand some of what we do. We, off- we now offer conflict coaching. Uh, several of us were trained um, and certified in conflict coaching. And um, how that helps us and individuals is that our uh, mediation services are voluntary. So folks have to agree to come in and sit down and discuss their issues. Um, But sometimes one party doesn't wanna do that. Let's say, you know, two tenants have a dispute, they're neighbors and they have a dispute and one person wants to come to mediation but the other one says, no, they don't want to. Mm -hmm. So one person can still come in, talk about the conflict because all that is still, you know, they're still dealing with all of that and the emotions for all of that. They can talk about the conflict, they can talk about their response to the conflict and, and what steps they might take to resolve it within themselves if they can't resolve it with the other person. Mm-hmm. So the other um, service that we added were community circles. We were all trained in community circles this, this year. And so we are able to um, uh, facilitate dialogues with community groups or individuals or families that have differences or, or just wanna communicate better. 
Mm -hmm. um, in a circle environment. So we were really excited to off to be able to expand to those things. Yeah, that's great. All, all again, important things that, you know, a lot of what you're talking about is, you know, conflict resolution and like things that I think make people particularly nervous. Right. But when you have the right professionals in the room and the right trained volunteers, I think it really goes a long way in making things more peaceful for everybody, right? It really does. And, you know, we're, we're living in times when there's so much going on and it makes sense that people are in conflict. Um, we're seeing uh, custody visitation cases right now where there's uh, a disagreement about whether their child should go to in-person classes or virtual classes. Mm -hmm. And these are timely issues they can't get to court in time to resolve it. So they're coming to us, which I'm really glad that we're there for that. Yeah, that's, I, I think about that often. It must just be such a hard, yeah. you know, with, with COVID in general, everybody's kind of opinions on this are so all over, you know, all over the place. And so then you have, you know, people in the same kind of family unit trying, I mean, I know my extended family, we, <laughs> you know, everybody disagrees and thinks one way or the other way. And I can't imagine with an immediate family how that must be very, very right. challenging. Right. So. Um, so talk about, you know, are you guys excited to be a finalist? How, how oh is this gosh. news for you? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was such incredible news. Uh, we are very, very excited. We've worked hard, really hard. You know, I have to, again, I mean, I have to commend my staff and our board coming together three years ago uh, to create this merger between the agencies and um, doing it successfully and seamlessly and having two boards of directors come together and two sets of staff and um, they've just all worked really hard. So this recognition, I, I'm particularly happy for them because they deserve it so much. Mm -hmm. And it's really just quite an honor to be a finalist. So, um, so when the news came in and I sent it right out to everybody, uh, we were just all very excited. So yeah, well, so we're much. we're excited for you um, again. You know, and and you, I think you alluded to something really important: the merger of organizations and how difficult that is. And you know, I'm sure it kind of, it takes a while for the dust to settle on that. And so I feel like it's a really nice time for you guys to be recognized, not only dealing with COVID, but you would kind of already had something to deal with that, <laughs> you know, involved a little bit of innovation and thinking outside the box and thinking differently. And so that's really exciting. And, and being open to um, so many times, I think agencies are afraid of losing their identity, but we really looked at it differently. We thought it, and we felt it would make us stronger and it really did. Mm -hmm. So it was such a, a positive thing for both agencies. Yeah, that's great to hear. Um, so Stephanie, we've talked about a lot of um, your services and a lot of what you do, but you know, if somebody's listening and they think, well, you know, I really could use one of those services, or I know somebody who can use one of your services. What, how do they go about getting in touch? Like, how are you accessed? Um, you know, how can people uh, access those programs? So um, we are sort of semi open right now, but there is someone here every day. Um, so they can call at 315-724-1718. Um, they can also go to our website, Empowered Pathways CNY, as in Central New York.org. And um, there's um, some really great uh, descriptions of our program and um, email addresses and everything is right there. So that's a couple of different ways they can find out about us. 
Okay. And then let's talk about the flip side of that. If somebody's listening and feels that they strongly believe in your programs and they want to support the organization. I know you mentioned, you know, it's kind of tough to do some fundraisers right now and, you know, events are a little bit tough. Um, Is there a good way for people to support you? If maybe they do you accept donations, is there uh, any fundraising that you're doing? So we are um, actually launching a new uh, donor campaign. It actually, it's going to launch on uh, November 10th. It's called Pathways to the Future. And um, it's going to be totally online. You'll see it on social media, but um, it gives people the opportunity to buy a or to sponsor a stepping stone along the path. And we are going to create a a visual display in our office or a lantern to light the path. And so while we weren't able to do fundraising, we did launch this and it's going to culminate in a, a virtual open house on December 10th which I need to start this over. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) That's okay. That's part of the fun of the conversation, right? Don't worry about it. I was doing so good. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, so start over with the event. So uh, we are actually uh, launching a donor campaign that starts um, on November 10th, and it's going to be all online. So you'll probably see it on social media and our website. And it's called Pathways to the Future, playing off the Empowered Pathway name. And it will offer donors and supporters the opportunity to sponsor a stepping stone along the pathway or a lantern to light the path. And this will actually be a visual display in our office. So the campaign will culminate in a virtual open house that takes place on December 10th. We'll reveal the display. Uh, We'll also do a little virtual tour of our office. There'll be... um, Uh, some uh, highlights of the past year. And also we're going to highlight our volunteers and all the work that they've done for us. So we're just getting started on making that public. So um, look for it on social media. Yeah, that'll be, I I love that idea. That'll be really exciting to see. Um, And also a great way to have people see your office. Like you said, you know, it's kind of hard to to be semi-open and, you know, do something, but this is a great way for people to take a look around. So uh, hopefully folks will join you for that. Um, so what's coming up in the future? Uh, I know you mentioned this event, but any, anything exciting that you guys have coming up in the future you want to tell the community about? Yes, actually. So on the Women's Employment and Resource Center side, we're offering a brand new training that's also um, launching uh, at the end of November. And it's called Project Pivot, uh, Providing Interactive Virtual Office Training. And that will help uh, women who um, are returning to a very changed workplace Mm -hmm. where they have to know something about Zoom and Microsoft Teams and DocuSign and all these virtual platforms that we're all getting used to now. And also it will provide some training on uh, virtual interviews because that's how interviews are being done now. And there's a, a very vast difference between interviewing in person and interviewing online. And so learning the nuances of that and being comfortable with it. So we're very excited about that. Um, we have we have three of those trainings planned throughout the next year. Mm-hmm. And we've been very fortunate to get them funded by the Community Foundation and the Women's Fund. 
So um, that's something we're just very, very excited about. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And and so, so important. Uh, I really feel like, you know, this whole digital landscape is just, you know, it, it confuses a lot of people too. And I think just having the right tools in your tool belt when you are thinking about, you know, like you said, returning to work really could become a extreme burden on people. And then it kind of hurts productivity, right? When you're, you know, not feeling confident and, you know, might really make or break somebody uh, returning to the workplace. So that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're up to speed on those things already, then they've got to jump on everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, so Stephanie, anything else that you'd like to share about the organization before we wrap things up and tell people how to get in touch? Um, just that we, you know, we're volunteer based too. So it's not just donations we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, we rely very heavily on our volunteers. Uh, we have volunteer mediators, our SDMC panel that I talked about before. And our volunteers are like family to us and we just so appreciate everything they do. So if you're looking for a volunteer opportunity, um, you might consider Empowered Pathways. Great. And they can find out that information on your website as well? Yes, they can. Okay. So tell everybody one more time, uh, best place to find out more information and get in touch. So our website is empoweredpathwayscny.org. And again, our phone number 315-724-1718. Great. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. It was so nice to hear about all these programs. Hopefully those watching or listening uh, learned something about Empowered Pathways and the great work you guys do in our community. Um, We wish you luck on December 15th. Congratulations again and and good luck. Um, And best of luck as you navigate the remainder of the year for the organization. Um, And for the folks watching or listening, again, make sure you tune in on Tuesday, December 15th from 7 to 8 p.m. on CBS Utica. And also be sure to go check out all the other episodes for all of our Business of the Year finalists and all the episodes in general. Again, just a great way to stay in touch with the community. And I'll just say one more time, the name of the game for the Chamber is to make sure that you know everything about our businesses and organizations so you can support them. We want them to be open. We want them to be doing well. And it's a very uh, tough time right now. So it's more important than ever that you support everybody in our community. So uh, thank you again, Stephanie. Congratulations once again. And we hope to see you soon. Thank you, Megan.